Good evening, viewers and listeners. Welcome to episode 90 of the Rocket Punch cast. I'm one of your hosts, Cameron, here alongside at the far end of the table in the lovely, lovely, lovely Houston Outlaws jersey, Mr. Will Turkhurst. There you go. Show, show it off. Show it off. It looks nice. It looks yeah. really good. Um, Will, how are you doing, man? I'm all right. Uh, I've been better, but I will be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a couple of scrapes and bruises this week. Yeah, you know, I uh, decided to be uh, stupid and not have a flashlight on me while I'm walking through the pitch dark. And uh, yeah, concrete that's about knee height and a human body do not like each other. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I've heard. Those are what the rumblings say. About. Yeah, word on I, the street, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I mean, I won't describe for those that are que- uh, squeamish out there, um, but, you know, ground beef may uh, be involved. And it didn't look like ground beef before. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're scaring our other host here. We've got also got Chris here at the table. Chris, what's up? Hi. What's going on, Internet? You're you're good. No scrapes, no bruises. Just no, I'm, I'm completely safe. Okay. I, am, I am in one piece. No ground beef involved. We are, we are ready to rock and roll here. Had a great time at the con. We did, did. Yeah. Um, we went to, at least Chris, you and myself, we went to the Huntsville Comic and Pop Culture Expo. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a local a comic and pop culture, geeky, sci-fi convention there. Well, um, have fun? Yeah, I had a blast. Yeah. Had a great time. Yeah, it was great. Um, we had a panel there. Um, uh, we'll definitely, I'll mention that as well here, but if you did not get a chance to go to the panel, you're one of our Patreon supporters, don't worry. You'll be able to get access to that here sometime this week. But um, a lot of cool stuff. I got a cool Gundam figure. You did. There. Um, it's kind of chibi-esque. Uh, a little bit. A little bit. Is little it? Bit. Is, please not, tell me that's not inspired by like the SD Gundam. No, no, no. It's not SD Gundam. It's it's small, but it's not SD Gundam level-esque chibi stuff. Um, but it is no, he's cool. still threatening. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> we um, ended up... We walked around, saw a lot of cool stuff. Cool stuff. I've um, got t-shirts, posters, all sorts of craziness. Yeah, I got um, some dice bags. You did. They were pretty cool. Yep, Star Wars dice bags. Okay. Digging them. Hey, man, look. It's a con. Nerds are going to be there. Oh, hey, Star Wars and dice bags. Yes, please. <laughs> Easy call. Easy call. Um, but no, let, let's go ahead and get the housekeeping out of the way. Get this show started for us and for everybody listening and watching here. If you did not know, this is the Rocket Punch Cast, where groups of friends from all around come around this table to talk about video games into microphones you can listen to our um, episode every tuesday on any podcast service of your choice um you also if you want to join in on the conversation kind of hang out with us as we record this we do record this live for everyone over at twitch.tv slash rocket punch live every sunday at 8 p.m central standard time so if you're you got a twitch account you want to jump in join in on the fun please come in come hang out with us here as we talk video games and all sorts of craziness that happens every week here um, if you don't know about Rocket Punch and where our content comes from and what we do, head over to rocketpunchgo.com. That's going to be your one-stop shop to find all of our podcasts, all of our streams, everything you'd ever want to know about Rocket Punch is going to be right there. You want to check that out. Um, if you are loving our content, loving consuming it, like the podcast, like the streams, want to help go even further beyond, you can swing over to rocketpunchgo.com slash Patreon. You can go there, find out about our Patreon page, what that can do for us, and what that can do for you with cool stuff like bonus episodes, uh, all sorts of bonus episodes, streams, exclusive swag, all sorts of stuff there. It helps keep the lights on here. Um, for So we definitely thank everyone who is a patron uh, for helping support the show and what we're doing here. Speaking of Patreons, Patreon and patrons, um, some stuff that or if you patrons. are... 
Patreons. If you are a patron of ours, um, some stuff you should definitely be ready to expect this week. We will, Like I said earlier at the top of the show, um, if you did not get a chance to hear our um, panel over at the Comic and Pop Culture Expo this weekend, you will be able to listen to that this week. Uh, that'll be rolling out live um, on Patreon. Um, also, the Tank and Spank bonus episode, we just recorded it. It's a pretty good one. A little, little, I may have drawn us into like the heartfelt category, like, oh, a little oohs and ahs, but um, it was a good episode there. We've got that one for February 2018, that bonus episode coming out for you guys as well. Um, this is not just for patrons, but for anybody. If you um, go over to our Patreon page, we just rolled out kind of our episode 00 of our new Patreon exclusive show, IRL. Um, a whole lot of fun there. It, basically, that show is, we talk about everything except video games. Um, so if you want to hear us talk about tech, about movies, about um, other games like tabletop games, things of that nature, um, IRL is a great show. Uh, we've released the episode 00 free to all people. You do not have to be a patron in order to listen to the episode. You just have to go to our Patreon page. You can go to rockypunchgo.com slash Patreon to see that there and get the links to go there um, as well. And we've got a lot of other good stuff cooking for the month month of March, kind of start rolling into the main chunk of our content there. So definitely now is the time to jump on the Patreon bandwagon, I think. Yes. Uh, personally. That's what Absolutely. I'm With the revamps and everything, I would say we have one of the more beneficial Patreon pages to be a part of right at the moment. Yeah, most definitely. Um, if you are watching us on video and you are an Amazon Prime member, then guess what? You have Twitch Prime. And you can give out a Twitch Prime subscription to one streamer of your choice. We would definitely, definitely appreciate it if you would throw your Twitch Prime sub our way. Um, you click that little heart up at the top and sign in with your Amazon Prime subscription. It's totally free for you. It's included as part of your Amazon Prime membership. But if you feel like we're doing a great job, then definitely toss us one of your, your sub our way there. And if you're listening via audio, please, please, please go to your podcast service of choice rate and review us on that service there that really helps us out with discoverability and getting more people to come join us on the podcast and have a lot more fun with us we always love that mm. if you also are tuning in via twitch you're watching us right now live over at twitch.tv slash rocket punch live um you want to join in on the show um all you have to do if you have any questions for us just do the hashtag ask rocket punch throw that in chat ask your question and then at the end of the show, we will answer any of the questions that we do see and kind of as we scroll through chat through this episode there. Uh, we get some interesting ones every once in a while. Yeah. They're pretty, pretty great. Um, or at coming, least we answer them interestingly. Yeah, well, <laughs> it depends on the question. It depends on the question. <laughs> Upcoming events for people that are watching, you want to know what we're doing this week. Um, this Tuesday, um, Chris will be hosting an Astroneer stream. I'll be joining. We'll be doing some co-op there. Indeed. Love that game. Yeah, Love big that fan. Game. Big fan. Big fan of that game. And they've got a new update, so I'm really excited. Mm. Um, Wednesday, I'll be jumping into Monster Hunter World. Um, I'll talk more about that in just a minute, but I'm pretty excited about that. And we'll, um, your, our After Dark stream for this week is going to be Warcraft 3. Yeah, going to be doing the campaign all over again. Most definitely. I'm, I'm excited to see that. I didn't, I didn't play Warcraft 3, so... Definitely want to see how... You're kicked out of Rocket Punch. <laughs> what? That was a prerequisite? <laughs> Hold on a second. That wasn't... I didn't read that on the he memo. show is up. He's not wearing a Blizzard shirt. And then... <laughs> now we hear this. I'm disappointed. But, um... And also, on Saturday, I'll be doing a Link to the Past stream. Um, unfortunately, we couldn't do it last week due to technical difficulties. So I'll be streaming uh, a Link to the Past this upcoming Saturday for one of our Retro Rewind streams. Um, also, if you are local in the Huntsville, Alabama area and North Alabama, do not forget that the Huntsville Comic-Con will be coming to town March 30th and 31st 
over at the Low Mill area uh, near downtown Huntsville. So you definitely don't want to miss that. We went last year, Will. I think we had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, it was fun. Those are all the updates and the housekeeping notes there. We're good there. Let's jump straight into table talk. Um, first and foremost, let's go ahead and talk about the big one that we've all played overall. Uh, we finally got together to play some World of Warcraft. How about that? I know. Check um, it off the bucket list, <laughs> y'all. Whoa. <laughs> Hold up. <laughs> no, we had a really great time. Um, you even got invited to the guild, if I, I remember finally, correctly. Finally, the guild <laughs> was on. I was like, please, please invite me. He, he had to beg Trish. Chris wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, if I, I finally got in the guild. Um, we got to experience Drunk Chris healing. Yeah, uh, yeah. LFR or or healing in general. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was interesting. This was fairly new to Chris overall. So we got to see a Will tank on a monk. Yeah. The first time. Next time we'll be better. But it was pretty good. I liked that. Uh, we talked more about our individual experiences over on Tank and Spank, so definitely be on the lookout for that episode this week. But uh, I, overall, I really like the the fluidity we had with, like, there. I remember that feeling of, like, you're going in. We went into Violet Hold, mm-hmm. and we're like, what does this boss do? What does this boss do? And, and like, we learn it, and we're like, okay. DPS, you do this. Healer, you do this. Tank, you do this. Don't stand in front of the boss. Don't stand in stuff. It's easy. It's so easy. And just kind of learning that progression. And then that feeling when you finally kill that boss, you down him. It's mm, it's great. And then Maybe. we lost. Then we, If I remember correctly, we didn't actually finish that at all. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't. You are correct. No, we didn't because everybody's gear broke. <laughs> yes. Oh, man. And having to run through the entirety of LFR with red gear. Was great. Yeah, uh, it was. It was no surprise that I was always the things first were one just to die. breathing on you and you're done. <laughs> I was like, man. all of a sudden, his whole bar of health one shot it out. I'm like, man, I can't keep him alive with this. Man, he's got to do a little <laughs> bit better than that. Hide behind, hide behind someone else who has good gear. Do yourself a favor. Find a wall. Find a wall. Find then. a wall. <laughs> um. Well, the funny thing in all of that, honestly, was he got to watch kill Jaden die. Mm. I did. That was that was cool. Yeah. Is it Kill Jaden? Yeah, it's Kill Jaden. It was Kill, yeah. it was kill Jaden. I, I always remember he used to say Kill Jadine. <laughs> who has ever said that? Kill Jadine? I don't know. I don't know huh? <laughs> my brain was, is that Kill Jadine? And I'm like, Kill Jaden. Oh, okay. It's Kill Jaden. Okay, okay, okay. Wow, Cam, I'm disappointed. <laughs> man, this guy is setting new bars this evening. Oh, man. But it... it we had a we had a lot of great times in World of Warcraft this week. Um, like I said, if you kill wanna... Jadine, <laughs> that's the name of this episode now. <laughs> kill kill, kill Jadine. Oh my god! It, um, but no, if you guys want to know uh, more about our adventures into Azeroth, definitely check out Tang and Spank episode seventy five this week. It was a pretty good one. Yeah, a lot of stuff to talk about there. But other than World of Warcraft, we like to do our table talk. Uh, Will, what you always first? What did we play? What'd you play? This week, well, played that Bayonetta one, and uh, I can tell you on the Switch, it is not a remaster; it is a straight up port, mm. and it does look old. It it looks like a PS2 game got brought over. Mm. Oh, really? I mean, well, it, it ran smooth because I oh, know no, we it, watched some of your stream. It, it was running very oh, smooth. Oh no, it was buttery smooth. That wasn't an issue at all. It was more of honestly, man, that game it. It's a combination of dealing with, oh, okay, I have to do this series of things here, and if I don't do it right, dead. Mm. And I think, I think. 
Your, your robot <laughs> wants to get involved in the conversation. Not now, Siri. <laughs> no, but it's uh, it's quite funny, honestly, the way that the game was set to handle. And yeah, I did jump into fire over and over and over because I was trying to make it through this one area. And it was literally just river of fire. And <laughs> you fell into a burning river of fire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i killed the shit out of some angels though that's what they get well i feel like for bayonetta it's an action game i almost feel like you were platforming more concerned. sections were oh, it's an action game yeah. they're not there for platforming that's they're true. there for you to kill enemies yeah with right. your various weapons but um i feel like for you would want frames per second more in an action game than you would I would. Clarity? Uh, it was definitely running at a crisp 720p. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Like, very smooth. But um, even then, I mean, like, I don't knock them for taking that and making it a port. It is the Switch. It's mm. not the powerhouse of consoles. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah. It's, but, it's, uh, it's a port, porter house. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the filet, it's the porter house. It's the ribeye. Oh, man. Oh, good. Apparently... Chris, people like your singing. Uh, Super Stevie in Twitch chat says, uh, good job on the singing. Oh, fantastic. Go. Go. Yeah. I'll be releasing an album later this year. You're going to drop your mixtape? Yeah, Pumanol sings the hits. <laughs> yeah, drop, it, drop it, your mixtape. Yeah, it's about great. time. I think you guys have waited long enough for it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be a big, big hit. But, um, <laughs> you can go ahead and stream that on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> would you Would you recommend Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2 to um, any tw- Switch owners out there? Out of curiosity? If you never played them before, yeah, why not? I mean, it's a way to experience a game that you missed. I didn't really play them, so I picked them up. I thought it was interesting. Uh, but it's just, mm, I don't know. Maybe the second one and not the first one. Watch the first one. That 3D platforming does kind of piss me off. Mm. Yeah. In this case, I think Chuck's rule of uh, 3D platforming is to never do it. It's close. Never ever, though? Then we wouldn't have Mario Odyssey. Now, I will say Mario Odyssey is going to be the exception to that rule. Yeah, right? Uh, Mario Odyssey, man, still out of last of that We always have fun with interactivity, so Secubeth in chat, hello, welcome to the Rock Punch stream. Um, Hope you have fun listening to us ramble. Bring your friends. It's a great time. Um, But I'm curious, because I I watched some of Bayonetta, and I was like... This is Devil May Cry. This is literally... Oh, yeah. No, it's Devil just Devil May, May Cry um, with uh, very interesting poses. Yeah. <laughs> so I've heard. So I've heard. Indeed. Your, your, hair suit for the win. Yeah, that hair suit's a little weird. I'm not going to lie. That's why we pushed that to the After Dark stream. <laughs> oh, no. Trust me. <laughs> on the Mature Filter. <laughs> the Mature Filter was going to be on beforehand just because. Yeah, right? <laughs> then I got hurt, started drinking, and then did that. So, you know. Oh, okay. That's, that's even better. It makes it even yeah. better. So, uh, anything else? Uh, finished an audiobook that I would encourage everybody to listen to. Uh, written by a Brazilian guy. It has a very good English, uh, American editor. Um, so it's called Challenge, Unbound Death Lord, book one. Book two is still in progress of being written, so it's going to be a while till that comes out. Okay. But it is a lit RPG. Um, so, you know, it's, hey, cool, you're immersed in this game world. Go. Oh, so it, it, okay. it's an it's a newer genre where it's literally like cool. You're stuck in this game world. Go. You have no outside communication. It's like Sao. Yes, except you can get out okay. after the 30 day challenge. In this, he does. You know, 
step out of the canister and doesn't, you know, so deal with that. SAO, but less kawaii. <laughs> um, well, that and you can die and not actually die in real life. Okay, interesting. Definitely but it, it's still interesting because it takes uh, a lot of the fantasy uh, genre tropes for games. Yeah. And takes that and then turns it up to 11 in some interesting areas. Like you have ghosts and they can't handle certain weapons or gear because they're ghosts. Oh, interesting. Okay. He's a, the, the main character is a death lord and so he doesn't need to breathe. But because of that, his vocal cords are very raspy. So when he does talk, it's... Yeah. Oh, okay. Just stuff like that. Um, but, you know, death magic heals the undead, and life magic, you know, like the light and paladins, totally murders them. Very cool. Okay. So there's some practicality there. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. So, I mean, you know. Yeah. It reminds oh. me of uh, Overlord, the anime. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it, what he's, was it? He's kind of death lordy. Well, I mean, he is Death Lord, so <laughs> you know. I mean, you know, it's just... <laughs> I'll take your word for it. I, mean, I gotta watch. watch Over... it? I have to watch Overlord. Oh man, it's good. It's good. Now, it's fun. Yeah, let's see. See, so only have three D platforming. If the floor is lava and wheel can fall into it, yeah, that's about right. That's, that's what that whole section of Bayonetta felt like. Okay, okay, okay. A little challenge there. Yeah, but you recommend it, so okay, yeah. I'll, no, I'll give it a shot. I mean, the one nice thing is for sixty bucks, you get both games. Yep. That is nice. So mm, definitely nice. It's not like, oh, hey, 60 bucks per. No, yeah, they nice. at least understand, hey, these, they're old games. You know, essentially, it equals out 30 bucks a pop, even though it's 40, 20. They got to get you ready for Bayonetta 3. Yeah. Soon, yeah. Soon, get hype. Get hype. Um, anything else, Will? I mean, I started another audiobook series that's like five books long. So, yeah, I'll tell you about it after that. But it's sci fi and aliens. Okay. Instead of fantasy, you keep us updated. You always you're always good with the audiobooks and letting <laughs> us know what we need to read. So. Well, I mean, he can vouch for the library he just saw. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. <laughs> I've been on an Audible for a hot minute. Let's look that way. So, Chris, what have you been up to this week? What have you been playing? Not a whole lot. Uh, I did on the uh, recommendation of Will. I uh, finally got immersed into the Ready Player One storyline. Okay. So, uh, what do you think so far? I'm I'm liking it. I'm liking it. I'm I think it's going to be a better movie than it is a book, though. Personally, okay. okay. I, I know Will is all about the book version, but I'm finding some parts. It, it just seems like the author is explaining some things that don't necessarily need to be explained, especially if you grew up in any kind of '80s time period. Like sometimes they're like, "This is how you play the game Joust," and I'm like, "Man, I, I played the game Joust. We don't have to get into the rules. Like, <laughs> right. I know how it works. Trust me." We right, don't. but again, at the same time, the book was written for people who haven't played Joust. Yeah, and, but there's the nostalgia there if you have. But it's, eh. I, I feel like it just sometimes it goes a little too far. It's it's kind of, I'm looking forward to the movie. I, I definitely think it will make better. More entertaining movie than a book for me. Have you gotten to the Temple of Syrinx yet? No. I'm I'm at chapter twenty two, so what? I'm a little over halfway. Once you what? get, once you get, yeah, to... we have forty chapters. Oh, <laughs> yeah, dude, the book's good. Um, so best thing I can recommend. Once you get to the Temple of Syrinx, I need you to text me your thoughts after that's all done. Okay. Because that was cool as hell. Okay. In my opinion, anyway. Okay. Yeah, so I'm enjoying it nonetheless. You know, I don't I don't regret listening to it or anything. It is good. I am enjoying it. I'm just imagining it in my head as the movie version. I'm like, this part's getting cut out. They're definitely not going to do that. And things like Joust, we're just going to roll with Joust. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
They're just gonna figure it out, man. I don't know. It just there's the game they Look, played. Look, that is an it. old this, game. This there might have been people know? that maybe not remembered how to play that game. Um, so, so definitely, definitely. Um, yeah, and uh, outside of that, you know, I played some more fighters this week. I know that we had you over for one of the streams. We did. Played we some did. Fatter, we fighters. Did pretty, we did pretty well. We yeah, yeah, it was good. Back and forth for sure. Almost definitely. I'll, yep. let, I'll let you win at the end. Like, I don't want to. Embarrassing. I appreciate stream. it because no, no, it was no. my stream. So thank you for making me look good on my own stream. Totes appreciate. No, no, no. Anytime, anytime, anytime. Um, <laughs> anything else? Not on my end. Not this week. Um, see us all in chat. Says so. Is nobody going to mention that you play tabletop Star Wars? Nah, well, we've been playing tabletop Star Wars. That's a thing. That's dude. an ongoing thing. That's an ongoing thing. I, I, I thought we were keeping it gaming related. That's, I guess we could talk. Well, that is a, if you Wars. if you want to hear more about our adventures in Star Wars RPG, you have to go listen to the episode of IRL. Yes, that's, that's, it, it, we did go into it pretty in depth yeah, on that so one. But we are playing there. it. We're playing the Fantasy Flight Games version. Uh, we didn't have any Tuscans flying through the air this particular round so was, I enjoyed that part it was personally as, as the dungeon master it's a little bit <laughs> easier for me to hang on to when we don't have literal bodies flying through the air what but that's half the fun and for you for you <laughs> the ones enjoying and having the fun for me it's a logistical nightmare so I enjoyed having it be uh, a little bit toned down hanging out with Jabba doing Jabba stuff moves like Jabba <laughs> All okay. that stuff. Is that is that on your mixtape too? Yeah, like, obviously. Like, okay. Okay. Why why else would I drop titles if it wasn't for the fact that sure. Good point. you know you can Good point. you can find it on Boomerang. Oh Good point. man, Good point. okay. <laughs> Moves like that, um, huh? Yeah. Other than World of Warcraft, uh, kind of my constants played uh, Celeste. Celeste is just the easy pickup now that I've beaten it. So uh, I just, I'm trying to go through the B sides. They're torture. Why are you doing that? I, I, I want to get to the core. Said, don't do it. He said. <laughs> I want to get to the core. You have to beat at least four of the B side levels mm-hmm. and get the hearts in order to get get into the core. Oh, okay. That's after the game. So gotcha. I, I finally figured that out. So I'm already down two. I just got two more. Okay. So we'll we'll see how that goes. We'll, I'll keep you updated on that. Um, other than some of the streams we did this past week, uh, the big one that I played a little bit, tiny, tiny bit of. Is Monster Hunter World? I know we haven't really talked much about that game since Not its much. release. Not much. Um, I don't think most of us we haven't really played it. No, I, I played um, the beta. That was enough for me to stay away. I was, uh, I was, I played the beta too. I was much more impressed, at least in the first start of this game. Mm-hmm. And kind of the presentation and going in and playing the game, it felt a lot better to me than what it did in the beta. I'll definitely agree. Um, I have a friend from work. <laughs> I sound like the work. <laughs> He's a friend from work. <laughs> this friend from work who is um, huge, apparently a huge Monster Hunter fan. Super huge Monster Hunter fan. He had apparently had the game pre-ordered 10 or 12 months ago when they first announced it. Okay. And was like, Cameron, you got to get on Monster Hunter. It's so great. It's so much fun. So I know the people who are Monster Hunter fans are Monster Hunter fans. You yeah. know what I mean? They are diehard, born and bred. You know what I mean? They, they've been playing Monster Hunter for 10 years. They buy consoles just because that's the one that has Monster Hunter <laughs> on it. You know what I mean? Like it, it, Once you are indoctrinated into the Monster Hunter, you are absolutely... They have got your firstborn on loan. <laughs> Anything you want, and then, you know, and this is the first game on consoles to come out. So of course, everybody's like, "Oh yeah, 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 I'm getting this." Mm. Um, but I'm playing with, um, I'm hoping to build up so I can play with him on Xbox One. Um, I'll definitely, I intend to stream it this week. Uh, maybe I can see about getting him in um, in there as well, and you guys can watch our gameplay 
as we're playing through that. But I'm pretty excited to learn more. But so far, I am much more impressed with the game than I was with the beta. Okay. I, I, I And then, granted, I think, almost like Destiny and some of those other games, this is a game that I believe is going to be more fun with people. Right. Um, instead of just... Because you go on your own, you're trying to learn the controls, it's very hard, and my friend was like, oh, I'll show you how to play everything, don't worry about that. So I'm, I'm excited. Definitely going to get a chance to play that. I'm super pumped. Um, there, but... Other than that, that was that was about it. That was a really big game. That's a big one. Game, it was a big one. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, a, that's a, that's, um, you're, you're biting off a lot with that one for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Better so, you than me. I feel like that, that that's a, in my opinion, that's a Persona Five level of oh, wow. dedication required <laughs> to really get anything out of it. So it's like, I don't know if I'm ready for that one. I think I'll sit on it. If they got like Monster Hunter. I don't know, some sort of a Candy Crush Monster Hunter. I might be all right with that. <laughs> there is one on the Switch, I think. Uh, Double Cross? Is that on Switch? Uh, I don't know if it's out I, yet, but I know there's one coming to the yeah, Switch. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I mean, you have a 3DS, right? Yeah, well, I had. I, I gave it away. Oh, well. I gave it away. My, my buddy Ben, he's got a little boy, and I was like, you know what? I, you're not getting enough video games. I can tell... Your dad is slouching. He's doing a bad job of getting you indoctrinated into the gaming lifestyle. Because his dad is spending the gaming money on himself. He is. He is. So I, I have to I have to do my part, I feel like, and raise the next generation. Ben's not doing it for me. So I, I was like, here. So here what you're go. saying is Uncle Chris showed up and said Merry oh, Christmas. Oh, yes. Absolutely. With a, with a case and a DC adapter so he could play in the car and oh, yeah, a bunch of yeah. games. Like, yeah. Uncle Chris really comes oh, through they, sometimes. Uh, they probably love that because then he's <laughs> quiet in the car. It's like, oh. Oh man, it's so quiet. Here. Oh yeah, like, you know, trips. if only you had gotten him a DS earlier, you would have had a much nicer car if trip. If only, that's true. Yeah, he was definitely old enough to be playing games by now. So well, he, he's what six. Good thing like, now is on, that man, get it together. Good thing, it's good now that parents at least learn from their mistakes, and they're like, okay, we know what to do next. Time. Yes, next time game console comes out. Yes, but that's all the table talk we've got for today, guys. And let's jump into our topics of the show. Um, We've got two. One is the fun one. We're going to do that last. But the, the, the first one is a big one. And make it a little serious. We're definitely going to have a good, I think, a great conversation about this. If you have been watching the news, you may have felt that some of the video game talk kind of took us back. Maybe had flashbacks back to the mid-90s time frame here. Um you know, unfortunately, with the recent shootings in Florida over, I think, Parkland. Yep. Yep. Um, that high school there. A lot of talk has been brought on about, you know, guns and violence and things like that. We're not going to have that conversation. Conversation we are going to have are in relation to some of the comments being made by some of the politicians over at Capitol Hill here in the U.S. And kind of digging back up the old... I really think that video games are in the violence in video games are what are causing these mass shootings in schools in this day and age. And we have to do something about it and et cetera, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. And so if you do not know already, or at least maybe didn't figure it out, the, the, um, the thumbnail was a little trickery, a little teasery. Uh, but if you, if you understood that game and that's game's history, then you would probably figure it out. We are going to have, um, the, Violent video game debate discussion here. It's on. not much of a debate. It's not much of a debate. I don't, I don't think anybody here at this table is going to have much <laughs> of a debate on it. But have the discussion here with these new comments here. Um, we're getting these new comments uh, about 
people, politicians, people who probably don't even play video games, and from what I'm seeing, probably. You know, I, 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 I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt. I'm giving them the benefit of the they doubt. They don't deserve it, Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think one of them plays World of Warcraft. Who? No, I believe there was actually a congressman or a congresswoman that got elected, and they, they're an avid WoW player. Well, there are millions of players out there, so yeah, I'm not right. surprised. Roll the dice. But with this whole talk of violence, real-life violence, and video games and the correlation between those, you know, it's kind of bringing this conversation up that seems to happen every couple of years. It comes up, then it goes away, then it comes up. Politicians are wanting to put regulations in place, and da-da-da-da. And just kind of sitting here and having this conversation of, the easy the easy question, number one, do we think video games, violent video games, are truly breeding in real life acts of violence? Before before we do that, CEO Soul in uh, chat says, man, every time I play Farmville, I start gathering up all my money to buy a farm. I know, man. It, it, it's, it's, it's addictive. It you is know. so real, isn't it? <laughs> so real. But... The question that like, do we think that violent video games are truly breeding real life violence, like mass shootings and things of that nature? Easy question, I know, but it's a great jumping off Throw, point. Throwing them softballs, and and the, probably the deeper question here is why does it feel like we keep having this conversation every time, it, every few years, and especially when we have incidents like the atrocities in Parkland that we're some some politician, somebody somewhere brings this up. And we're back to this conversation of like we need to regulate video games. They are too violent. Da 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 da. Um, what do you guys think? What's going on? Let me go ahead and give my input real quick on this one because I, I think my point's fairly fairly short and valid. Um, during the whole Salem witch trials, um, did they burn people at the stake and drown them in water? They did. Okay. Were there video games back then? There were not. Yeah, the Blair Witch Project. That was that was a gamer. That. No, uh, no, that no. was a movie. Oh man, sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. No. <laughs> um, hang, hang on, hang on. Um, did they stone people to death in the Dark Ages for, you know, uh, not following faith? Yes. Hmm. Were there public burning at the stakes before all that? There were. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Video games didn't exist then, did they? True, but devil's advocate style, uh, though. I was going to say, maybe humans are just shit creatures. Yeah, and I think that that, uh, an argument can definitely be made that it's kind of in our nature. But devil's advocate style, those were typically a more public affair. And also not as... as, I, I, I personally don't see them necessarily on the level as, you know, school shootings, teenagers, you know, going in and, and taking out a bunch of people while they're defenseless at a school. I, personally, I just, that'd be like saying that, you know, or I, by saying that I don't believe in school shootings, you know what I mean? Saying that I, I denounce a school shooting doesn't necessarily even mean that I'm against the death penalty or, or other things of, or other acts of violence per se i i think that these exist in an outside realm of that you're always going to have you know certain types of aggression mm-hmm. you know what i mean i i, I just think that this that's a little bit i think going too far you know in in a sense of because those were more of a public display and and one can say that a lot of it was just even peer pressure you know from in the salem witch trials if you spoke out 
about, you know, the fact that they were burning people at the stake, odds are you were going to be the next one on the stake. You know what I mean? So it's like... Uh, a witch! Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know that I would necessarily put that on the same level as, like, an unprovoked random kid goes in and blasts people away for no reason. True. Now, there is uh, something else that happened in China, and this is in the last 10, 15 years, because they're not allowed to have guns over there. So... 33 people were killed and 130 were injured and it was like by a guy with a knife. Mm. So I'm I think not, it's I'm not also equating... to be fair though, that, that those stories are few and far between. No, but I'm his... saying that like we, there's mass violence regardless of weapons or not. And we have assholes all over the place is my point. I don't think that the argument that we're trying to get into here is whether or not. Oh, that... I'm not, I'm not getting into an argument. I'm saying we have just shit humans everywhere. Right. That's and my I, argument. But, but I, I think that the, the point of this particular conversation is more on the trends of video games more so than just. You know, mm-hmm. the, the, oh, the, I'm just the, saying. Regardless of video games, we have shitty humans out there. Mm-hmm. That that's my point. That's all. Gotcha. But it, um, but yeah, with these, I don't know. I just I thought we were past this. I thought we were past. I thought, this. I thought we were. I thought we were past this in the '90s when it came up and it became a big deal, and then the SRB stepped in. You know, it was created. And ended up being, you know, a self-regulatory, you know, agency that would keep an eye on this kind of stuff and make sure that we had rules in place and that they were being followed properly. And you have stories like, you know, the hot coffee incident coming out with Grand Theft Auto uh, 4. San Andreas. San Andreas. San Andreas. And, uh, you know, the fact that, you know, they got... They, the, the world came down on them hard for having content into the game that was not... Uh, reviewed by the ESRB and therefore, you know, it would have definitely made that game an adults-only situation, and the ESRB you know, find the heck out of them for having such, you know... Yeah, you, uh, you find Rockstar. Yeah, you know what I mean? Million, billions of dollars. Well, they find them nonetheless, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like it was in the headlines. We, we, we have a system that has been created that has done a fairly good job of keeping an eye on this stuff and then you've got companies like GameStop and such who won't even sell you know M-rated games to you know children underage you know even though it's not necessarily a law and there's no rule regulating it there is a corporate policy in place. So many times I'll I'll go in and then a parent maybe they were the kid maybe not and they're like I'm just told to come get Call of Duty and they're like we need to let you understand this game is rated M for mature because of these reasons on the back blah, blah 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 And really keeping those parents informed, so and 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 not necessarily like shield their kids away, but you're informing the parent. Now, if the parent decides not to get the game, that's their choice. Right. They decide to get the game, that is their choice. Like, okay, I understand. You know, little Timmy loves to shoot up noobs in Call of Duty on multiplayer. Um, It's okay. He sure does. I I love how we always use little Timmy. Little Timmy. Little Timmy, man. Little Timmy's dangerous. He gets around. That kid gets around. He does, man. Um, But it, um, I agree with the regulatory stuff that we have out there. Um, It's just like even politicians now, after this recent um, shoot mass shooting, they're talking about this video games and violence. It's like we need to have laws in place and regulations. Like we have it. It's the ESRB. Like E E ten teen M A O. That's it. And it. I mean A O. People won't even sell the game. No. No. Like. 
it would have you'd have to order it like right from the publisher. Yeah, you? yeah, pretty much. Even they won't do it on Steam either. There, there was yeah. all kinds of like uh, anime inspired games that had oh, some risque like... information. This, in it. So this isn't they... like your blockbuster where you had like you had all your video game your videos and stuff, and you had the corner in the back that's like got the curtain on it. Right. Like, oh, come on in. This is for adults only. You got to be seventeen to enter. No, there's nothing like that. And it, it, and I mean, what's the last AO rated game that? Was even made was it Manhunt? Uh, From Rockstar way back when that was AO. Oh yeah, was oh it? that was. If, if you don't remember Manhunt, Google the game Manhunt. It was made by Rockstar. I didn't know um, that was AO. It was it, like, it was like a mini mm-hmm. snuff films that were going. Oh, on I there. know you, what the yeah, game is. Okay, I, was I know say, what the game was, is. Um, I thought the last thing I could remember was BMXXX. Oh God! <laughs> Trash game that they were just banking on that nudity. They were like, man, they were trying you real wanna hard. See, you want to see the naked ladies <laughs> ride bicycles? We got you covered, man. <laughs> but it um. So looks like it was 2015 was the most recent one. It, Hatred. Oh, Hatred. Um, I remember that game. Then, Cameron, I holy crap. I man. imagine there's some people in chat that don't as well. If you do not know what Hatred is, is I'm going to pull this up. This was a huge deal. It was basically a game about... Um, it's an isometric... As Wikipedia... Read it to you here. Hatred is an isometric shoot 'em up video game developed and published by Destructive Creations. Blah 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 blah. The player character is a misanthropic, mass killing sociopath who begins a quote genocide crusade to kill as many human beings as possible. There was no. I think I do remember this. There was videos. no basis for this game other than the fact here. I'm showing them a little bit of the. Um, that's some of the art. If you mm-hmm. guys remember that, uh, showing Chris and Will some of the art here. In the gameplay, but you would basically go around that's and not it. no, that's not it. <laughs> you would go around in the world and just like there was no reason. You were just like your your main character was like, I'm gonna go kill people, and you mm. would go around in public and start just blowing people off and doing horrific executions for this game. Like, I think I'm, I'm sure they sold a lot of copies of that. <laughs> it. I mean, this is one of the games where people like were, t- were um, journalists were talking about this game, and then. A lot of people were like, why are you talking about this game? You're giving it attention. Stop mm, it. Mm. That's yeah. true. That's true. And the fact that I had to... But Microsoft to does need it. a new studio, don't okay. they? Get out. <laughs> what? Not with Phil at the hell. They said, but Microsoft no. does need a new studio, don't they? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, um, uh, the, uh, the other one from 2015 is... Uh, it, it leans heavily on nudity for its AO rating. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, no surprise, especially with hatred. I mean, that's all as far, the best games. As far do. one way as you can go. <laughs> uh, it, reading more on hatred, um, the developer described hatred as a reaction to video game aesthetic trends such as political correctness, politeness, vivid coloring, games as art. Its October 2014 announcement trailer was characterized as controversial by multiple multiple video game journalists. The game was shortly removed by Valve Corporation from the Steam Greenlight service mm. to, due to the extremely violent content, but was later brought back with a personal apology from Gabe Newell. It was greenlit for a second time on December 29th, 2014, and released on June 1st, 2015. Um, Surprise, critics gave Hatred negative reviews, with some painting the game for its lack of variation and received a generally unfavorable user score on Metacritic. Hmm. I remember because I I thought it was like greenlit. It was like some type of early access game that came out. It was a huge thing. Like Valve was like, take it off. Then they're like, put it back on because they have the right to put the game. It's up to the people. 
on whether this game becomes a reality or not. Hmm. So funny thing, AO Games, there's only 29 that have ever gotten that AO rating. Wow. From the ESRB. Well, most people, think about it though, most people, they know that's the touch of death. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. The odds are, if you put the AO on there, maybe you think you're edgy, but it doesn't change the fact that no one, no one's going to sell your game. Walmart, so. Target, and GameStop won't carry it. Yep, so good luck, man. If, like, if, if seriously. You put, if you put AO, if your game is AO, most developers are almost immediately like, what do we need to do to take it out of AO? Yeah. We need to cover stuff up, take it out, whatever. And it, it's just... And then they resubmit. We, we yeah. have these we have these systems in place, but I get probably one of the big bigger questions to ask, like what's go why do we keep having this debate? Why do people keep when when stuff like those mass shootings in Parkland happen, why does it all why does somehow somewhere when it involves younger kids, video games comes up and somebody who my personal opinion does not know what the hell they're talking about comes up like Video games and viol- are violent. Movies are violent. We should. We need to really think about the content we're showing them. It's that not even your personal opinion. There's lots and lots of studies that have been done on this. Like, it's a fact. This is this is stuff we have records of research on to tell whether or not this is an actual contributing factor to the violence on kids, and it's just not there. The evidence is not there to back it up. So you can sit here all day and continue. What it is. In my opinion, from what I can tell, is it's just the uninformed masses. It's the uninformed, the the people who have the power are not the people who have raised kids who have been playing video games their whole life. They just have no concept of it. It seems so foreign to them. So they're so glued on that 1980s, 1990s idea that, oh, the kids, you know, they, they, they're just going to grow up and live in their mother's basements and they're never going to be contribute to society and they, they're just, you know, they, they're becoming the characters. You know, they keep using the term, uh, Jim Sterling did his video on it this week. I'm sure this coming week it's gonna he's going to blow it out on monday like he always does but he did a video on like thursday about it he said uh he got to a you know his part in a script or whatever where he was like you know the such and such lawmaker says these kids are scoring points for for killing such and such and such and i'm like even when he got to the word scoring points he's like i haven't even heard that phrase in so long because it's such an outdated even concept like when's the last time you scored points in like grand theft auto like we're all going for them high scores you know what i mean like get out of town you have no idea what the gaming landscape is in 2018 so don't pretend like you have any idea what it really is what what the term gamer is today where it was 20 years ago very true very true Oh, now I got to go get that high score, man. Yeah, get them high. <laughs> get to score all them points. Will score them <laughs> see, points. See us all in Twitch chat says the highest ESRB I've gotten is nine plus. Am I contributing to society? Chris cuts me deep. <laughs> 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 um, I, I think you're contributing, Chuck. Just a just a wild guess. I mean, you know, education and all that. Yeah, I, I'd agree with the uninformed masses. I mean, it, the video game. Video games as a whole is really still, I do really call it, I don't know if I'd call it young anymore, but it's really like 30 or 40 years. Like we're, we will probably be the generation where we've lived majority or all of our lives with the video games. Mm. The ones coming up right now. You, you have, mm-hmm. like you said, the people in power, they're older, 60, 70, 80 year old people. They don't like video games were foreign to them when they were growing up. They were playing. They're still foreign. They were doing stick in a cup. 
Yeah. In, in the yard. <laughs> they had that uh, the game where it was literally a stick with a cup mounted on it and the ball. You're yeah, just that's trying it, to get that, that in there. That's all they're doing. A ball and a cup. And um, it's okay because the ball is attached to a string, which is attached to the cup. <laughs> Good, I'm glad I got that reference. Good and yet, I've still seen people hit themselves in the head with one of those. Yeah, right. And it's just it. It, it the other thing as well. We talk about like all these violent video games are making these kids go out and do mass shootings. Look. I've seen a lot of 12 to 13 year old kids on Call of Duty. Tell and me it, how they've been with my mother multiple times. And if those kids, Man, if, 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 those that, kids. if that were true, then we would probably hear about something like every other day. Mm. If that were true. That, it, it's just not. It's just not <laughs> exactly. true. The, the fact of the matter is they're using this as usual to try and divert from real issues like gun control, mental health, et cetera, et cetera. So many other things. They've just clombed onto this other thing because it's so much easier to attack things like that. And they've completely forgotten about the rest of the world where video games are just as easily accessible who don't have the kind of problems that we have here. It's If you put any stock into it whatsoever and you think about it for five whole minutes it's like wow what a terrible argument that was like it doesn't take much to debunk it in every respect no you guys want to know the true sad part about that whole incident someone that was in the same neighborhood as the shooter reported the fbi like they told the fbi on him months in advance of all of that stuff happening and the fbi ended up doing nothing about it Mm mm-hmm so if anything, the agents that turned all that down, it's like, were you guys even doing your job? No, they day? weren't. They they didn't understand. They weren't playing the video games. They weren't. If, they if weren't. Only playing, they, if only they were on only. Call of Duty on their battlefield. They Man. would have understood. They would have known. Oh my gosh! If only we could take away, hundred, uh, you know, a hundreds of billions of dollar industry in order to eliminate the handful of kids who have clear mental issues. If only we could just harm the entertainment industry overall because they brought up movies movies I, I mean, were brought up as well as another contributing movies like how long have movies existed man i mean going back to the like the spaghetti westerns they were all pretty quick with their gun back you then give me a break. back then you didn't have that well hey man i love me some spaghetti westerns i look my, i do too it's one of those where it's like wait wait wait, wait hang on so people who are mad about video games and all the violence in there, they can't equate like an old Clint Eastwood flick where he's, you know, he's that rogue with a revolver. You got to watch out for that guy. What, like the the freaking Clint Eastwood movie. What it, what's it called? Where he's got the, um, the 44 Magnum. Uh, Dirty powerful, Harry. Dirty Harry. Yeah. It's the most powerful handgun. He's basically drawing on some dude in modern America. More or less. It's like, you know, do you feel lucky? Like I don't, I don't see people going out like police officers going out and just finding random people on the streets. Like, do you feel lucky with an automatic weapon? It, it, it makes no sense. It makes yeah. no sense. no sense. And it, it, yeah. it, it, what's even crazier is just the fact that more or less we've grown up, we've grown up all of our lives mm-hmm. with video games. Or at least all of our lives. I've been playing games since I was two, three years old. Yeah, and, you know, what I mean, I wasn't very good at them, but I was playing them. I was playing them. I remember when Grand Theft Auto Three. First came out. It was a big landmark title. I was in high school. Yeah. I was under 17. That game was rated M. I got it. Hold of it. We're not going to talk about how. Sorry <laughs> <laughs> for another time. But I, I got a hold of it. And me and my friend, we played the game. And we were sitting there 
driving around town, running people over, shooting people down, getting, you know, getting paid, getting cash, making it rain as well. You know, the kids like to say, do they still say that? Making it rain? I mean, I don't know. just said it. Okay, so. I, I didn't know. That. <laughs> it, um, and they, and we, you know, I'm not sitting here like, hey, I'm going to go do this or do this horrible act. And it, it, that's why I know for gamers and whatnot, it, it's, it's so for, we're like, what are you talking about? You're so uninformed. Here's a question for us. What do we, what can be done to help educate the masses, the, the the people who don't play these games? So when they're hearing or seeing this stuff, they at least have the facts in front of them to make their own decision instead of just the big wigs saying video games are bad and violent. Because I mean, there there's a there's a world where parents are hearing this and they're telling their kids no more video games. I'll tell you right now, Cameron, that's that's a battle you will never, ever win. The fact is, we live in a world now where with a touch of a button, a click of a mouse, you can literally find out any information about anything. You could find out, with just a simple Google search, you would find a hundred different research papers that have been done on violent video games and their effects on children. The fact of the matter is people are going to believe what they want to believe. The same way that you see fake news spread on Facebook about this, that, and the other when all you have to do is go to Snopes for like three seconds and be able to debunk 99% of the stories that are being shared en masse on these, you know, very left or right-leaning you know, uh, uh, Facebook sites, you know I mean? I'm not even pointing a finger at one particular group. People in general want to believe what they want to believe, and it just is the way that it is. So if they believe that gamers live in their basements and are just waiting for an opportunity to be violent because they've been born and raised on violent video games and just they've, they've been cultured to the point where they're desensitized to death and this, that, and the other... That's just what they're going to believe. It doesn't matter how much you try to convey to them that that's not the case yeah. and that's not the way the world works. They're just going to go, hey, but it happened with that one guy who had that one collection of video games and did that one nasty thing. So that must be just what all people who play video games are waiting to have the opportunity to do. Yeah. In my opinion, there's just, it, it, especially when it comes to the people in power, it always seems like they are gung-ho in one particular direction maybe it's because they've been funded by certain groups that say that that's what they're supposed to believe maybe it's because the people who voted them in there believe those things and therefore they're going to lose a lot of their constituents should they change their mind about something but one way or another they're going to continue to believe what they want to believe and you think think about darn be the consequences think about how many times the mass shootings happen with a younger person and then somehow a story pops up where the news reporter's like we're in the shooter's house right now, and if you look over here in the corner, here is their video game collection. Well, look, they've got Grand Theft Auto, they, Call of Duty. Oh my goodness! And I can only imagine what Celeste is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and um, got a, a couple of comments here. I want to read from chat. Um, see us all over in chat. Brings up a pretty long one. Uh, but Credible Threat Gaming combining those three things. Having have someone with mental health issues where there is access to a gun and then throw in a video game where that person is free to shoot people. There are people with mental health issues that become immersed in TV shows and start thinking that the characters are real. It isn't too far-fetched that someone like that could become immersed in a violent video game. That's, I think that's true. I think the big point is is a lot, when you hear this on the news, it they're painting a very broad brush across the entire spectrum. I, I'm not, I don't think any of us are knocking the fact that 
there are individuals who have mental health issues where you put them in those environments and you give them those stimuli. Yeah, something bad's going to happen. I would agree, 100%. But I think that we are in a completely different world than we were in in the early 90s. The the gaming niche is not where it was. It's now not it's a niche a, anymore. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it is a multi-billion dollar industry. You cannot continue to treat it in these broad strokes like that like you could get away with back in the days of Mortal Kombat 1. Yeah, you you just true. can't. You right. just can't. It, um, you can't successfully. Uh, you can all day long. They're doing it. But uh, it yeah. doesn't take much to shoot those arguments down. Uh, Super Stevie in Twitch chat says, I think there isn't enough substantial research in violence in video games to really know their effect, if any, on violence in real life. I think, does the CDC still research some of that? Do they? Do you guys know? Off the top of your head? Uh, not off the top of my head, but there, there's a lot of research. I do know that. Uh, I, I can get you guys some links and drop them in, you know, uh, uh, show notes or whatever after the fact. But, I mean, it, it's there. It's definitely out there. It, 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 because it had to be. Think back to the 90s. You know what I mean? In the 90s, gaming was a niche thing. And I think that most people would say that it targeted 13 and under. You know what I mean? Like, in the 90 time era, there, there wasn't a whole lot of 18 and over. Yeah, yeah. If you're talking, like, 91, 92, the days of Mortal Kombat 1 and your Sega Genesis and this, that, and the other, games were targeting young kids. At that time, we jumped on it. We were like, wait a minute, this could be a problem. Are these kids living out fantasies that they're, you know, realizing from gaming habits, this, that, and the other? Like, there was a lot of research done because it could have been a major public health problem if all these kids were getting indoctrinated and then and, and having you know mental health issues because of the amount of time they were spending in front of their game console of choice that was going to be a big deal like they could have shut down the entire gaming industry if they didn't find the right information from that they're the only reason we got away with things like a self-regulated entertainment software ratings board you know what i mean esrb the only reason we got away with things like that was because we did the research required to find out whether or not those things could be self-regulated or if they needed to have government intervention at that point. Yeah. So there's definitely research out there. I, I, I didn't uh, do enough proper I research in, before um, this show. No, no, it's totally fine. I put in um, into Twitch chat for people who are tuning in and um, people listening via audio. I'll um, see about putting that link in there as well. It's a Google Scholar, which I didn't even know about. Oh, yeah, it's uh, great. Thing. It's great for school, by the These way. These are uh, <laughs> to all the kids. Oh, yeah, yeah go Google Scholar all the way, man. I found a lot of good information it's, for my um, uh, it, research It is papers. a link to multiple articles on um, the effects of video game violence. I mean, we look at some of these titles here about video games and violence. A lot of a lot of articles. So uh, I think to answer your question, Super Stevie, there there is research out there. It is available. Mm -hmm. um, and I actually posted one from Science Daily about violent video games found not to affect empathy. Mm -hmm. And it goes in further from there. So, I mean, it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, we're, I, I would consider we're pretty empathetic people here at the table. And we, we, we I mean, we, we killed a demon lord. We did. That's pretty, that was pretty violent. That was very violent. Demon lord? I mean, kill Jaden. Yeah, I mean, you know, we also died multiple times trying to do it. We did. There were a lot of skeletons. Uh, that's pretty. Boatloads of skeletons. Yeah, um, I, I've played Diablo 3, and that butcher <laughs> fight was uh, where, where he's firing meat hooks at you to pull it. Yes. Yeah, you know? yeah, very true. Um, Super Stevie in Twitch chat says, I'm just waiting for media to see a mass shooter with a copy of Dream Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to open up a whole different can of worms. I don't know if we're ready to go that conversation. Oh but that's going to get real nasty real quick. Um, 
You know, maybe uh, we should, as a society, look at actually embracing and dealing with mental health issues. Oh, yeah. Instead of just shoving it in the closet and putting a big-ass lock on it. High five. Mm-hmm. Rock punch high five right there. Yeah, no I, I'm just saying, you know, maybe that would actually fix some things. And then maybe actually have the FBI act on things instead of sit there and just, ah, uh, it's fine. It would at least, if nothing else, uh, uh, my wife and I talked about that, and it would at least open the door for conversations to be had again about mental health. Like, Like, more investment into those types of programs means that it's a better understanding of it overall, and that when things like this happen, we can go, hey... What do we have to back that up? What can we research? What can we look at? What has been done? Instead of just constantly going into every situation, blind as a bat because we aren't doing the work necessary to keep tabs on this kind of stuff. I definitely think mental health shouldn't be stigmatized. No, we should should look into it and try to help fix it or at least support the people that need it. Right. And just help fix it. Like Like you said, learn more about it and understand it so that when we do see these warning signs and we were like, okay, we know what we need to do. We know the process we need to take care of and take. I think really, as a <clears throat> as a country and as a as a world overall, in the world as a globe, uh, take it definitely more seriously. I mean, funny enough, we're talking about mental health. And um, if you haven't played the game Hellblade mm. <laughs> from 2017, I'm going to preach that game on the mountaintops. <laughs> but um, if you good tell, no, no, never stop hearing about it. it <laughs> If probably, I mean, not even probably, the best implementation I have seen of mental health and understanding how mental health is and how it can impact somebody in a video game, period, ever. Mm -hmm. Um, We've talked about it at length in Game of the Year, talks from 2017. Um, Definitely check that out. And that's starting that ball rolling. Like, see, let's, let's build up from that. The fact that somebody was brave enough to say, let's make a game about mental health. It was brave. It was great, and, and for to, to see it do so well, I'm under, glad it did. So I well. see that like the community is there. Like, yes, we, I enjoy this. I want to learn more about this. You know, you're putting me in her shoes and seeing this mental health stuff. And I can I, only hope that things like I can only hope that things like that mean that as a species, you know, what I mean, as humanity, we are growing. You know, what I mean, like we're more accepting of that today than I think that we would have ten years ago. And I'd I think, agree. you know, I mean, I'm hoping that 10 years from now we have extensive mel- mental health, you know, uh, programs available, you know, that aren't stigmatized in the media and that people can get the help that they want and need. You know, I mean, I, I do hope that we are growing and that we're constantly moving toward a, a future where things like that aren't so. Where you can say, yeah, demonized. I had some problems, so I went to see a psychologist. Yeah, for a couple of months, and people are like, "Oh man, is everything okay?" Yeah, and you I, I'm, I'm hope you're feeling better. Yep. I, I mean, it's one of those that, like, look, if you need to talk to somebody, it may as well be somebody who's trained to be able to help you through it. Mm-hmm. Novel idea, right? Absolutely. Yep. Um, CSL, you know, uh, Super CV preach, <laughs> preach CT <laughs> gamer, um, and then CSL throwing up there. You know, I had one student with I had one student with schizophrenia. He was a cool dude. I wish people with mental health did not have such a stigma. It would be awesome if everyone would be accepting and give them the help and love they need. Um, so, yeah. Indeed. That's a great way to end that conversation, I think. And then roll point. right into my next yes. favorite part. <laughs> We're going... Um, that's the end of the first topic here. The next topic... Uh, this was the big news here. So we 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 decided to run with it. We're gonna have a we're gonna run with this. 
Um, we're going to stay on violent video games, but we're going to have a little bit of fun. We're going to have fun, our own rocket punch brain with it. Um, what are our favorite violent video games? <laughs> I'm so how glad long, that we did this. How long are we going to have this conversation before the Congress comes in and is like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, I'll turn this off. Cut the stream. Um, no, no, let's go through. Let's talk about some of our violent video games, our favorite ones, and like why we love them so much. Mm. Who's going first? Screw it, I'll go. Yeah. Postal 2. Oh, snap. Yeah, so a friend of mine... Goody goody. A friend of mine had this back in the day, and it's... Which was a Wednesday. <laughs> I don't know if you know. <laughs> uh, are, are you sure? Because yeah, Dane Cook has told me that that was a Wednesday, so <laughs> I, I just spread the word. Okay. Um, but my the one thing that literally glued me to this game back in the day was you could pee on people. Oh, what? Yeah. Good. Yeah, Perfect. you know, you could do that. You could pick up a chicken or a cat, put your gun up its pooper. So, so you would say R. Kelly's Game of the Year? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Every year. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, when this came out, we were in, like, middle and high school. So it's like, ah, they got beat okay, on. Yeah, yeah, you know. cheesy, yeah. Cheesy. Yeah, you know. like that. Most but definitely. also, it's one of those where it's like, okay, cool. So you can get a chicken or a cat, and you literally put your pistol in the bum, and now it's a silencer. This really? It's in the game. Wow. Yeah, it is, uh, looking back, it is stupid, but it is hilariously violent. <laughs> oh, man. Classics. Gotta yeah, man. So, uh, that's my first one. Go ahead. Oh, okay, cool. Um, so, I have some memories back in the day of the uh, Mortal Kombat 1. Oh, the original? The OG. I did not really get to play much in the, the arcade, so this would be home console release it. Mortal Kombat 1. Do you? Oh, what do you have? What's happening here? He's got a stack of floppy disks. Hang on. Oh, no way. Of Mortal Kombat 1? Blow that off here. That's oh, this, that's cool. This too. That's cool. <clears throat> hey, guys. That's cool. You want to you throw that up on cam? <laughs> for, for, the, for those of you younger kids, this is a 3D printed save icon. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, one of the first games that I know that um, my dad... My father, when I was but near nary a child, bought and installed on our computer for me to play. Okay, now now I don't know much about the PC version. I was going to tell my story about Blood Codes in the uh, Genesis version. Well, tell your story about the Blood Codes, and I'll, I'll give you a little... Well, what was great game. was, so the first time I actually got to play it, a buddy of mine brought it over another buddy of mine's house, right? And uh, we were all huddled around this Genesis, right? We were like, oh, it's on. We got it. Let's get it. So we put it in, and somebody entered blood code, and it was glorious times were had by all. Well, another of my friends had a Super Nintendo, and he was like, I'm not going to be outdone. I'm going to get that game, too. Got the game. No blood. <laughs> What? <laughs> so we would go over, we're like, oh, he's got it, let's play, let's play. And we sat down for five minutes and we go, what has happened? What, what's wrong with your copy? And after further research in our Game Pro magazines, we found out that there was no blood code for the Super Nintendo version. That Check was only on the Sega Genesis version. That kid got ostracized and we went back to the first kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, children. Oh, children. Oh, we can't see the blood. Your game sucks. Done. <laughs> done. So, yes, ultra-violent, and we literally wouldn't play the non-ultra-violent version. Like, it was wow. blood or bust. The uh, PC version, uh, if I remember right, it, I, I was super young when my dad got this. We got Street Fighter, and then we got Mortal Kombat. Um, it, had, it had blood in there, and I, I turned out fine. Generally speaking. Uh, but going through, playing on the computer, had your eight characters. And you can go up there. You got Kano and Liu Kang and whatnot. Um, I had a lot of fun. But yes, my father 
Like, one of the first video games that I played was on an old Dell, probably, no, actually an old Gateway, if you know what that is, um, console, or PC, and just installing five discs of Mortal Kombat and then playing around. That was on a Gateway, huh? Because I play, I know you have Street Fighter 2 on mm-hmm. PC. We had that installed on my old 386. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We did not have a name brand anything at that time. Some piece of trash of Windows 3.1. Oh, oh man. Those are uh, the dark, dark times. The before yeah, four. Yeah, very before four. <laughs> What's one of mine? Um, let's go through one of my list. Um, a favorite of mine. Uh, the God of War series. Particularly the God of War 3 games. Uh, the, the culmination of, like, you're here, you're ready to find and beat Zeus. Um, I remember... Just God of War in general, people giving that game so much crap over the <clears throat> sex scenes, quote unquote, which really was just like it's noises uh, off camera. Yeah, with a quick time event, you had to mash buttons down. That's it. It's in, just like in real life. And the camera shook a little bit. <laughs> and oh, but I, I remember, I remember this game specifically because the final battle when you finally fight Zeus and you beat him. The end of the game is just Kratos, and you're in first person with Kratos. Normally, you're in third person, and you've got Zeus's face there, and you're just punching his face, and you punch his face, and blood shoots out everywhere, and literally, you can continue to tap the button and continue to punch his face through perpetuity. I sat there for like 40 minutes, continuing to punch his face, and the screen was just red. You can't see anything. You can't see Zeus. It's just blood on the screen. He's like, boom, boom, boom. To be fair, though, you played three games to get to that point. (laughs) That's true. I think that was a payoff and a half. (laughs) Also, I mean, this was the guy in charge of everything that allowed your family to be killed. Yes, yeah, I agree. Yep. So, yeah, you know what? Nah, Zeus had it coming to him. He most like, certainly did for the like, longest time. Wait, do I have to keep pressing the button? You know what? I'm going to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, God of War is um, one of my favorites. I enjoy. Classic, classic. Will, you're up. Uh, so, hang on, let's all just talk about this because we all have Doom on here. <laughs> yeah, Super Stevie's bringing it up in chat. Uh, mine is Doom. It's ridiculously violent. I like Doom because it's themes of science versus the supernatural and type mechanics. The violence, I feel like it's meant to be as ridiculous as it is. Um, it is specifically, I mean, Doom across the board has been pretty violent even when it first came out, but the mm. 2016 version of Doom woo, Man, Doom 2016. Boy, let's take that heavy metal and that violence and just Inject it straight into your heart and crank it to 11. <laughs> Man, I love Doom 2016. And and my favorite part about Doom 2016 is it subverts the third-person, hide-behind-cover brand of gameplay that we had grown to expect from all shooter games yep. for the last five years. You know what I mean? And Doom 2016 came in and crushed the skull of that thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. This is how you make a shooter. Yeah, it like, was so running if, gun. Do you, do you want to keep, you want to live? Keep going. Yes. Don't, don't hide. Always <laughs> push forward. Always. It, um, it's still, a life lesson. My favorite <laughs> moment is how um, when you, the first intro part, when you get in the elevator... And you're talking to Sam Hayden on the intercom. He's like, well, we did this with the best of intentions. And the Doom Marine looks down and there's a dead guy like on the side. And he just, he, the Marine just punches the console. And then you open the door and it's just like, 
let's go. <laughs> that that feeling was like, yes, I'm ready to go. Absolutely. Uh, you just all the kills, the the glory kills, as they called them in that game, were just awesome. Honestly, the introduction to that game when you wake up and you're on the strapped to a table. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that was just insane. It was. If um for people if if you like eyes out. If you liked Doom 2016, definitely go check out uh, No Clip and their documentary on Doom. It's over on YouTube. Very awesome. Like all the videos they did were really, really great on that game. Yep, definitely, definitely cool. agreed. Oh man, <laughs> Halo Atlantis in Twitch chat says, <laughs> as far as their violent video games, World of Warcraft leveling on the, leveling on a PvP server. <laughs> Not if you're a rogue. Yeah, right. Then <laughs> you're the one doing the violence. Doing the <laughs> Lord. I've, I've shouted some is, violent things <laughs> after doing that. For is there, sure. is there a blood code for World of Warcraft? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I mean, don't stand in the fell blood. Yeah, right. But that's green, though. Yeah, I know it's fell. You know, that's how they get away with it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> they didn't serve you a cup of blood. They served you a cup of that's fell how you, blood. That's how you change your game from M to T. Yeah. Oh, if, it, oh, if it's green, oh, that's, 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 that's oh yeah, green blood is okay, wide. but sure red blood, wide. no. Swap it over. Palette swap that blood color. <laughs> <laughs> no, what else you guys got? Uh, well, I've got uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City on here. Oh, I, I choose Vice City for a number of reasons. First, I love that like 80s atmosphere that Vice City had. That was by far my favorite one. I, I, I'm, I really I'm got in, so the the soundtrack was out of control, fantastic. Like really got into it, and it's the only Grand Theft Auto I've ever finished. So oh, okay. I, I put that one on the list because I feel like I experienced everything that that game had to offer. I went from beginning to end, knocked every single mission out, had plenty of side missions that I decided that I would create on my own with various cheat codes. <laughs> okay. 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 So yeah, Grand Theft Auto, big fan. Vice City in particular, big fan. Very violent game. Very, very uh, mature rated. Oh, yeah. You know, but I'm a huge fan it. of Grand Theft Auto. I love it. Vice City's probably on my list of probably my favorite one in the series, but um, I again I have another Grand Theft Auto here as well. Grand Theft Auto Five, also oh, great, also very great game. Like you could do anything in Vice City and Three in those games. Grand Theft Auto Five, you literally can do anything. It feels like I remember playing tennis. Yeah, With, like there was like I went to a tennis court and there's a tennis mini game, but like it. I also remember... An ultra-violent tennis mini-game. Yeah. <laughs> um, I remember you were... There's one quest, one mission where you're... Um, you take drugs, like you start tripping on mushrooms or something, and you're going around like shooting clowns in the public space. That's true. <laughs> I remember that one. I remember that one. Um, but just like, again, it's Grand Theft Auto. Uh, you know about the game. It sells... What, what, what is five at now? 90 million? Over 90 million copies sold? It's at some kind of stupid level. I can't of money. believe how many years now it's been on the NPD sales charts. Like, wow, not going away. <laughs> the only time GTA Five goes away is when they launch GTA Online, <laughs> the GTA Online, and it's just an MMO. Mm. Whole time, yeah. Don't. don't. <clears throat> it could happen. You never know. Oh, I, I believe they're working on that right now with Grand Theft Auto Five Online. Just figuring out how to make that work, and then they're just going to release a standalone game. Watch. Could happen. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. They're making money hand over fist on their microtransactions. Yep, most definitely. Yeah. <clears throat> That's one of my picks. Any other ones? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and throw Just Cause 3 out there. Ooh, okay. okay. I, I, I had Liberty City Stories, the PSP uh, Grand Theft Auto one, because that was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. But thinking about it while we're all talking about this, 
The most violent thing I've ever done in a game was literally chain fuel tanks up to each other and then detonate them. And we're talking not talking like a five gallon gas can. We're talking like several thousand gallon fuel tanks. And it's like, oh, hey, you're a bad guy. Tink, tink, and ratchet him up onto the side of it. Because you can just hit people oh, with a grapple yeah, gun yeah, and then yeah, grapple them up to that. It's just like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I've got all the guards up there now. Well, let's blow up the fuel tanks because i got to blow the fuel tanks up too. <laughs> it's just like think the level of destruction that you can cause in that. And they just, mm, oh, hop in a helicopter and fly away. <laughs> <laughs> I, cool. I will say that game is, ugh, first off, uh, I actually pulled it off of my personal YouTube just because uh how many copyright strikes I was getting from the <laughs> Yeah, <opening. laughs> I'm not surprised. But the opening to that game was just glorious. It, it was a glorious set piece style set. Where you're on the plane? And you have just unlimited rockets. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. That was fun. Yeah, was so fun. that honestly would probably be... Uh, in my top five of just stupid wow, okay. violent fun because it's like oh yeah cool I'm gonna just grab you and grapple you up there and oh oh you ragdolled the wrong way I think you may be dead <laughs> see us all in twitch chat says oh wow Will telling a story about creating Molotov cocktails never would have imagined <laughs> <laughs> they weren't Molotovs they were plastic explosives <laughs> on giant fuel containers alright <laughs> there's a difference there's a difference <laughs> Fut- yes, future Molotovs. Everybody knows that Star Wars happened a long, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> In the galaxy far, far away. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, any other ones? You guys got any other picks? Diablo 3. Diablo 3. Yeah, just uh, yeah. just fighting through are the armies of hell. Bodies, corpse explosions everywhere. Okay, so, some of those set pieces in that game are pretty, like... You don't think about them because you're all about that sweet, sweet loot. That's all it's yeah. about, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I don't that even pay grind. attention to what's happening you, on the screen. You, I'm you just looking at my inventory and clicking. You might think about it <laughs> if you're the necromancer and your new shield, legendary shield, is like a skeleton ribcage. Yeah. And maybe you're like, oh. Oh. Okay, cool. Oh, man, I got the extra stats I need. Awesome. So. <laughs> oh, especially bone armor. Like, yeah. literally, as you kill people, your armor gets better because you're pulling their bones into your armor. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's not violent at all. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> it's summoning undead hordes of skeletons to go yeah, fight for you. They're demons. They deserved it, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah, you know. It's e- just E10 and up. <laughs> <laughs> um, a Super Stevie in chat says, the way they use blood and gore in the game is practically an art of Diablo mm. 3. Yep. That is true. Corpse explosion. <laughs> <laughs> And they're sticking chat. Hello, hello. We're talking about Diablo 3. We're talking about our favorite violent video games. Um, I have one. Go for it. It's a, cl- <laughs> it's a classic. It's an oldie. It's one of my favorites because it was one of my first, and I had to wait way too much fun with it with my my dad. Uh, Duke Nukem. Oh yeah. yeah not, not the garbage that was Duke Nukem forever. You can throw that in the dumpster fire. Uh, the original <laughs> Duke Nukem for the PC. Um, now, do you mean the original original or Duke Nukem 3D? Because <laughs> <3D. laughs> there was actually a 2D I had on my old 386. Not even close to the yeah, same no, game. No, 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 no. <laughs> Duke Nukem 3D, like, just going... I remember, again, one of the first few games that my dad got. He's like, oh. Like, I remember Doom and Duke Nukem. I was like, I don't want to play those games. Like, no, so you're going to sit in this chair, <laughs> and you're going to play these games, and you're going to like... <laughs> Sounds like your father's a stand-up guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's a, he's a great guy. I love him to death. Um, but going through, uh, apparently this is where I first learned that in order to 
um, have a girl take her top off, you have to hit the space bar. Mm. That works in real life too, apparently. It does. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard. I've, uh, from my very limited experience, <laughs> I've, I, can, I only think that happens. I keep doing it at my wife and it's not working, so I think I have a broken space bar. But, but no, go, I, I hear there's repair centers that will fix that for you. But just all the very, not only just vi- as violent as that game was, but as lewd as that game was. You're going in strip clubs and killing aliens that are trying to take the ladies the away ladies. to repopulate their own. We can't have that. That's basically the game so the aliens can repopulate themselves. They're taking our women. Yep. And Duke Nukem is the only guy that can help get the ladies back. Thank God for you, Duke Nukem. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I don't know if you guys are aware, but that's actually a true story. Yeah. Based on the true story. I yeah. did see that in the credits. Based yeah. on a true story. But um, I, I just... I've had way too much fun. I had way too much fun with Duke Nukem 3D, and just I love the game though. Definitely love it. Uh, anything else? Thank God about those it for my list. Okay. okay. Well, if that's it, guys, then that is it for episode 90 of the Rocket Punch Cast. Again, we want to thank everybody listening on your podcast service of choice, and everybody watching over at twitch.tv slash Rocket Punch Live. Um, as we record this and also on VOD, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Remember, you can always go to rockpunchgo.com to find all of the awesome stuff we do, the podcasts and streams that we do. Chris is pointing it to you there. Um, you can also go to patreon.com slash rocketpunch. You can go over there if you want to help support the show, get awesome, cool stuff. Um, we Actually, even at the end of the show, I want to bring this up because this is an interesting conversation we had. Because um, we, we have talked about that if you are an Amazon Prime subscriber and you have a Twitch Prime sub, you still have it available, definitely throw it our way. Um, it's totally free for you and it helps us out as well. But that, that it's usually the $5 sub. Mm. And we were having a conversation about, like, but think about, the Twitch sub is great. We appreciate it. But think about all the awesome stuff you get if you're a Patreon subscriber. Mm. And you sub for $5. You do get a tremendous amount more. Let, let's, let, let's go through the list here. Now, this is this is a, obviously a plug, but this is how we're making the show Shameless. Happen. Hashtag shameless. Complete shameless. <laughs> if, you, if you subscribe to us on Patreon at the $5 level, from just this past month, here's what you get. Or you would have gotten. Um, a bonus episode of the Rocket Punch cast. A bonus episode of Tanks Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, audio version of our panels at ChargerCon and at the Huntsville Comic and Pop Culture Expo. Mm-hmm. Uh, a chance at two, two. Fr- two free games, completely free. Um, so that's six right there. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll count that up here. What else? Um, if it's your first time there, you would have gotten a swag bag, which would have been cool little swag stuff from the Rock Punch crew. Mm-hmm. And a chance at another game. I think we got enough codes. We could probably throw a game in there. By all, I've told you a million times, clean out my coffers. Yeah. Like, let's <laughs> give away more games. Um, I have too many. We've got a big spreadsheet of just games we can get. Yes. So many games. It, um, the Our new Patreon-only show, yep. you're not yep. going to find anywhere else, IRL, IRL the, where yep. we talk about everything except video games. We've got wallpaper packs. Wallpaper packs. What else? Uh, uh, the monthly newsletter. So um, definitely in March. Well, we didn't do that in February, but that's going to be coming up to where... Basically, you're going to know everything we're going to do for each month. I yeah. mean, <laughs> I'm running out of fingers to, just for um, helping us out at the $5 tier. So definitely a lot of value in that. If you are interested in helping support the show, again, patreon.com slash rocketpunch. Go there. Help support us. You get a lot of cool stuff. Um, anything else? 
I got enough it up. Stig Stig in chat says anything special for episode one hundred. Ooh. CT Ooh. Gamer teased it. Ooh. We have top men working on it. <laughs> top men. We have top men working on it. Believe me, when we're ready to say something, we'll tell you about it. We'll tell you about it. Until then, just go watch Indiana Jones and enjoy your day. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, that's it for episode 90. Once again, we thank you guys so much for um, coming in. Uh, if you're uh, Again, if you're listening audio, help rate and review the show. Definitely helps us out. But anything else, guys? No, nope. thanks for listening. Thanks. Thanks, guys. We'll see you later.